Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi there. Welcome to Connection Show with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hello. We're glad you're here. Yeah. And in fact, we want you to connect with us a lot. So connect with us at connectionshow.org and let us know where you're watching. Let us know your prayer request and what you like learning about here. Yeah. And if you got any questions, hey, I want to know about the gift of righteousness. Well, you tuned in We're to the so right glad episode. You're here today. <laughs> today, you don't have to ask that question. But if you have any other questions, send it to us on uh, the website. And uh, we are continuing with the gift of righteousness. This is part four. We highly recommend you go back and watch part one, two, and three because uh, they really establish a foundation. And we have really established that the gift of righteousness is so important. But in our experience, we've found that so few people actually understand it enough to live in it. But when they start living in it, they will have they will walk in a power and the blessing of God like they've never seen before. So it's huge to understand this and know how to walk in it. So I we encourage you go back and look at you know part one, two, and three. Yeah. Today we're actually talking about five things that the gift of righteousness will open up in your life. Now, I believe there's more than five things, but these are pretty major areas, and we want to show those to you. So let's just, let's just get started with it. And I uh, want to turn first to Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. And if you want to look that up, I'll get another one. But Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10 says this, uh, it, it talks to us about receiving Christ and being mm -hmm. born again. And as you read that, I'm going to stop you at one point and point out something. So just if you would read that, Romans 10, 9 and 10. All right, so verse 9 says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes resulting in righteousness and with the mouth he confesses resulting in salvation okay so read verse 10 one more time all right verse 10 again says for with the heart a person believes resulting in righteousness there you go as soon as belief happens righteousness is yours yep. as soon as you believe on christ Righteousness is yours. As soon as a person believes, whoever believes, results in righteousness. Yeah. The results, the production, it's already there. It's said. It's done. As soon as you believe, God says, you are righteous. That's right. Period. Period. That's the end of it. It results in righteousness. Belief results in righteousness. You're righteous. If you believe in Jesus... You're righteous. You're not trying to get righteous. Not one day you're going to be righteous. In his eyes, you're righteous. Same thing he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Yeah. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You are the righteousness of God as soon as you believe. Now, if you haven't believed, you don't have that righteousness in operation yet in your life. But if you have believed, the results are you're righteous. That's right. Well, this is very important. 
because a lot of people will believe that they'll be righteous when they go to heaven, but they don't believe that they're righteous here. And without knowing what the Word says about their righteousness here, they walk in this life in a self-righteousness void of the power and the intimacy that God has for them, void of the blessing. And this is what empowers them to be the ambassador, the witness that God wants them to be. And so they don't walk in the gift of righteousness while they're on the earth. They're never the ambassador that God's called them to be. And then they get up in heaven and they find out, man, I had, I had talents available mm -hmm. to me. I had ability and I buried it. You don't want to be in that position. Not to mention when you get into the gift of righteousness, it produces huge things in your life that's awesome. And then you get to take those huge things and pass them to other people uh, through that gift of righteousness. Yeah. It's, it's huge. And when you believe, you're righteous, period. When you believe, it results in your righteousness. So um, today, as we talk about five things that produces, uh, I want to show you uh, a couple of, I want to give you an example of two different people to help connect this to how you live your life. Uh, two different people. Here's person number one. Number one, they enter the law. And when I say the law, I mean the do this, don't do that. You know, trying to keep every bit of the law, all of the Ten Commandments, all of everything. Jesus said all of that was wrapped up in love. But when they go back and they try to check box or they try to make payments in their life to God, like we were just discussing before the show, we were talking about how you can even take faith and try to give faith as a payment. The price has already been paid. You just believe. Yeah. You just receive out of your righteousness what Jesus has already done. Yeah. But when people try to read the word or pray for long periods of time, they make it a payment. They enter into the law and they exit grace and they exit the righteousness of God, the gift of righteousness, because they're trying to be self-righteous and they're trying to be right by what they do mm -hmm. instead of being right because they believed. They're trying to be right instead of uh, belief resulting in righteousness. They're trying to get right by doing the right things. And if they miss one, they're guilty of all. So it's never going to happen. So person number one, they enter the law. They're trying to check all the right boxes. They do something right. And they get a solution. Maybe. Not everybody always gets a solution. But they get a solution. They, they end up having the answer that they're looking for. But then because they got their answer, they stopped doing right because that's why they went into the law in the first place was to get an answer. Now that they have their answer, they stopped doing right. And then the problem is they because they're now not doing right, they enter right back into their problems cycle how many people do we know including ourselves that have been caught in that trap everybody at some Every, point I, I don't think i've ever seen another person uh, that hasn't entered that trap at some point yeah. in their life so again let me tell that that person number one again they enter into the law they're trying into self-righteousness checking it off they do the right things mm -hmm. they might get a temporary solution maybe but then because they received the answer they were looking for, they stopped doing that thing. They, they exit that and they re-enter into problems. Yeah. Now here's person number two operating in the gift of righteousness. 
they live by love, the royal law of love. They do right because they love God. Yeah. Not because they're trying to get an answer. They do right because I love God. And they live by love and they live by the gift of righteousness. They believe that God has made them righteous. Mm -hmm. They get a solution. They get it, their answer. Generally, that answer is faster and stronger, but they keep doing right. Now they're not, they're not giving up what they're doing because they weren't doing it f to get the answer in the first place. Right. They keep doing right in love and in righteousness. They now can bring these answers and solutions to the world. They become the salt and the light. They keep getting stronger and stronger because they're growing in love and righteousness. They're growing in power and blessing. And they don't bury their talents. And when they go meet Jesus, they get, well done, good, good and faithful people. servant. Yeah. Now, which one would you like to be, person one or person two? Which door would you choose? Well, there's not a choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to. That's the way we're supposed to live. Yeah. But how many people, again, how many people do we know that have been living before as person number one? Living by the law, yeah. trying to do everything right, and not receiving the gift of righteousness. Most everybody. Almost everybody. Yeah. But when we'll live like person two, here's five things that righteousness produces. Number one, salvation. Number two, power. Number three, a foundation or an establishment it establishes you number four righteousness the gift of righteousness living by that way number four produces an abundant satisfaction and abundant supply number five it gives us all things added to us Amen. so let's look at those five number one the number one thing is salvation and we've actually already gone to that verse in Romans uh, chapter 10 verse 9 and 10 and let, let's just read uh, verse uh, uh, 9 and 10 one more time okay so Romans 10 9 and 10 says if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved you will be saved yes from what saved from what from going to hell saved from sickness saved from lack Save from turmoil, save from bondage, save from anything that isn't the goodness of God, save from anything outside of the will of God. Saved from any part of the curse. Any part of the curse. If it, in other words, the only reason we have death and corruption in this world, world is because of the curse. That's right. Sickness, disease, lack, all of that's out of the curse. In other words, you will have the fullness of his salvation. That's right. And how does that come? Verse 10. It says, For with, a heart, with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness. And with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. So we've applied this definitely to being born again and going to heaven. But what a lot of people don't really realize is you can apply the same verse to every area of salvation they need in their life. Right. Every place in their life on the earth that they need to be saved where they need lack to go away, where they need the curse to go away, you use the exact same thing, but it stems from their relationship with God, mm -hmm. which is righteousness. 
So you can look at verse 10 and let's say a person needs healing. For with a heart, a person believes in Jesus. They believe that God brought Jesus back to life. This is what they're believing. And when he brought him back to life, he brought me back to life. In this situation, he's not just bringing me back from spiritual death. He's bringing me back from a physical death of that illness, of, yeah. that, of that sickness. And he's bringing me up to the place of a fullness of life in my body. This is exactly, I'll let you go find it. That's exactly what it says in Romans 8, 11. All right. So then I believe that Jesus is my healer. This results in my right standing with God. It results in righteousness, the gift of righteousness. When I believe, righteousness is the result. Yeah. Okay? And then I, with the mouth, I confess, resulting in salvation. So I believe and I have the gift of righteousness. At that point, I'll then confess what he's saving me in. Jesus is my healer. He is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals me. He is, he is right now uh, the one who took his stripes for me. And by his stripes, I was healed. I'm already healed. Lord, I am the healed of the Lord. That's right. And when I operate and I confess that, by faith in the gift of righteousness and I confess a promise of his that thing is done and now power is released and it is that simple yeah whatever lack you need whatever breaking of the curse you need it is that simple you believe it results in righteousness and with the mouth you then confess his promise and that results in the saving grace in whatever area of life you need that we can apply that everywhere. So one of the thing that righteousness, the first thing that righteousness produces is salvation. Yeah. In every area where we have a promise, we can apply it there. That's right. Amen. Amen. So number two is righteousness results in power. It produces power. Let's go to Romans chapter 1 and verse 16 and 17. And in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, you want to go ahead? Mm -hmm. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the righteous man shall live by faith. The righteous man has life because of faith. When he believes on God, righteousness is given. Righteousness is the result. And you see that the gospel is the power of God. And it is revealed in verse 17. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. The righteousness, the gift of righteousness is revealed in the gospel, in the good news, in the power. It's shown that they are receiving power because of their righteousness, because Jesus gave them that gift. Right. So if you need power in your life, and, and Paul said, you know, we've talked about it before, that Paul said, I didn't come in convincing words of man's wisdom, right. but I came in demonstration of power. And what he was showing there is, don't just be happy that be able to draw a crowd because you can talk well. 
Be happy because you live this thing. Yeah. Because you operate in power. Because it is a reality and not just a theory. That's where we need we need to get to the place where our relationship and our intimacy with the Father through the righteousness that Christ afforded us mm. brings about a reality of, of intimacy and power in our lives. And the way that that power comes is through righteousness. The gift of righteousness is the key. It's the switch. That's right. So we don't get into righteousness by checking all the right boxes and doing all the right things. We get into righteousness by faith. Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. All right? So number three is that the third thing that righteousness produces is a foundation or an establishment. And this is in Isaiah 54. In Isaiah 54 and verse 14. You want to read that? Mm -hmm. Isaiah 54, 14 says, In righteousness you will be established. You will be far from oppression, for you will not fear, and from terror, for it will not come near you. So in righteousness, you will be established. Mm -hmm. In other words, the gift of righteousness will be your foundation. This is, this is who Christ is to you. What it's saying is that Christ is your foundation, but how he does that is through your belief in the gift of righteousness, your operation. Not in being right and checking all the boxes, trying to operate under the law, but believing by faith in the gift of righteousness that is how you will be founded. That is how you will be established. That is how your life won't fall over. That is how you will be stable. That is how your world won't shake when the world shakes around you. Your world is stable. It's through the gift of righteousness. I don't have to worry about you know the economy going down. I don't have to worry about any of that. I don't have to worry about all of the unknowns. I don't have to worry about how these problems are going to get solved right. because my foundation is I'm the loved of God and I'm righteous in his sight. I am his child. He loves me and no matter where I find myself, his love will be poured out on me. Even it, if I don't know all the answers. Even if I don't know all the answers. Even if I haven't done everything right. Right. Jesus did it right. And he's going to pour out his love on me. Yeah. It's, that, to me, is one of the biggest promises right there. Because how many of y'all have ever been at a place where your whole world feels like it's being sh shaken up? How many of you? And the reason why you allow it to be shaken up is because you don't know the gift of righteousness. If you're being shaken up, you need to get into this and you need to understand the gift of righteousness and you need to, by faith, start getting to know and understand that gift. You need to rely on the foundation that God loves you and that you are righteous. Mm -hmm. You are righteous and his love will never leave you nor forsake you. He loves you with an everlasting love. Recognize the symptoms of not walking in righteousness, in the gift of righteousness, and then change those and start walking in it. Foundation in God is awesome and yeah. his establishment is, is one of the... How many people do you see, you know, we know, how many people and Christians do you see that are walking through the world and they are constantly shook up? A lot. 
And what does it relate back to? Having their foundation in Christ. Yeah, and and either walking in the gift of righteousness or not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They believe that all of the things that they're doing is going to change the outcome and the output. So they try to get it all right. They had try to have it all laid out, make sure they check all the boxes. But it never was up to them. And yeah. when they move in that and try to have it all planned and all together, what they immediately go into is self-righteous and the power of God cannot come out. Yeah. They need the power of God to come out. You need the power of God to come out. It comes by moving in the gift of righteousness. You're righteous. You believed it resulted in righteousness, and now your foundation is secure. Don't let the devil tell you it's shaken. Stand up in your belief of what God said about you. You are righteous. Yeah. That, it's good stuff. Imagine how different our country would be yeah. if Christians stood up in their righteousness. Yeah, yeah. If politicians looked for the power of God instead of the power of man. Yes. You know, we'd be in a much different situation. Yeah. That's it really it has to do with everything. Yeah. This the gift of righteousness touches every area of our life. Absolutely. It touches every area. And that's why it amazes me that you know you hadn't heard more preaching and teaching on the gift of righteousness. Um I know since we preached on this you know a while back man it's been just rolling over inside of me over and over and over and over again and it's touching I'm allowing it to touch every area mm -hmm. and and redirect my you know my thinking and yeah. redirect my actions because I need saving in areas I need the power of God I need to be established yeah. and I don't know about you but I imagine you need that too uh, we need these things you know one of the uh, things there's a verse in the New Testament that says that you should be able to give an account for the hope that is within you and what I'd like to say to Christians right now is hope inside of you preaches and the devil you see it in Acts I think it's chapter 27 where he comes after that hope uh, like and it says that he's grading on that hope it says he gradually ate at our hope basically uh, while they were in the storm and he says he and that and that's the way the devil does he'll come and he'll try to grate and grate and grate on our hope what he's grating on is our foundation in righteousness when we know that we have the gift of righteousness it, Romans 8 at the end of it says who will separate us from the love of God nothing and so a lot of times what we're fearing and our shaky foundation comes to our lack of faith in the love of God and our lack of faith comes because we think we're out of right standing with God but when you believed what did it result in right. man I hope you shouted it uh, listening to it I, it results in your righteousness you know I hope on the other end that you shouted I'm righteous yeah. I believed and it resulted in what your righteousness when we get a hold of that, our foundation can't be shaken. Yeah. Amen. Amen. The fourth thing, let's turn to Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6. This is funny because I was just ministering on this uh, yesterday a lot, not knowing that we'd be talking about it today. Chapter 5 and verse 6. You want to read yeah, that? Yeah, chapter 5, verse Matthew 5, 6 says... Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. 
So the fourth thing that righteousness brings about is a satisfaction. And when this says satisfaction, it's not just a puny satisfaction. This is an abundant yeah. supply. This is an overflowing supply. You will be satisfied. Amen. Have you ever had the symptoms in your life where, man, I just don't feel something's off. I'm just not satisfied. I think all of us can say that. Yeah. What does it go back to? It goes back to a lot of times that we're not walking and not growing and learning about the gift of righteousness. We're not hungering for God's righteousness. We're not thirsting for his righteousness. And so all of a sudden we're operating in the place outside of his righteousness and we're not satisfied. We yeah. don't have the supply that we need. And, you know, We don't have the satisfaction that God promised us. He wants you to have an abundant satisfaction. It comes through the gift of righteousness and hungering and thirsting for that. Yeah. The last thing is uh, Matthew six thirty three, one chapter over, and um, I like this verse. This is one of our favorites, of course. So go. Matthew six thirty three says, "But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you." So when we seek His kingdom the king's domain, and we seek his righteousness, the gift of righteousness in our lives. When we seek after what he calls right, when we seek after you know, uh, that righteousness of God, he says, all the things that you desired, all the things that you were wanting. If you read back here in uh, the top of the chapter, in chapter 6, you'll see that we're not talking about intangible things. We're talking about stuff that is directly related to your life. We're talking about your provision. We're talking about clothing, food, houses, covering. We're talking about all of the stuff, needs, physical needs on this earth. He says, when you go after first his kingdom and his righteousness, all these things will be added to you. So the five things that righteousness will, will give to you is this, salvation, everything. He will save you in every area. The gift of righteousness produces salvation in any area of your life. It produces power. It produces a foundation, a stable foundation. It establishes you. It sets you up for strength. It steps you up for God to raise you high in this world, to give you his favor, and so that you can't be shaken. It sets you up, righteousness sets you up for an abundant satisfaction, an abundant supply, and it sets you up to have all things that God calls good added yeah. to your life, all Amen. those things. So I don't know where you're at. I don't know where you've been. But I know no matter who we are, we can use more and more of the gift of righteousness, mm -hmm. of more and more of God's things. And it comes as we step into the gift of righteousness in our life. And I just encourage you, probably go back and listen to this series again and again because the more you get this, the more you walk in the gift of righteousness, the more the power of God can operate in your life and he becomes such a reality to you. Yeah. There's so many things wrapped up in the gift of righteousness. And so right now, I just invite you, 
come to the place where you have the gift of righteousness. If you've never had it before, you can have it right now. Just pray this with me. Just say, Father, right now, I receive your Son as the Lord of my life. According to the verses that they read, Romans 10, 9, and 10, I, I confess Jesus as Lord of my life. He's the director of my life. And I believe that he died for me, he died for my sins, and that God the Father brought him back to life for me. And when he brought Jesus back to life and raised him up, I was right there in Jesus being raised up with him to newness of life through the gift of righteousness. He believed. When I believed, it resulted in my righteousness. And as I confess Jesus, I receive right now my salvation. Lord, I just ask right now that you would bless everybody listening and everybody watching this. Lord, let the gift of righteousness rise up in new revelation inside of them. Let them see that as something to grow in and to go after. Let them be strengthened with all might. And Lord, I just ask that your salvation and your power right now would just uh, explode on the inside of them. Let them be healed. Let them be whole. Let them be saved. Let them be protected. Let them be prosperous, Lord. Let them be restored. Restoration, come now. There's hope in Christ for you. In Amen. Jesus' name, be lifted up. Amen. Amen. Father, we just thank you so much. Thank you all for joining us this week on Connection with Brian and Nicole. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Have a good one. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.